0: Recording in progress. What does motion sound like? With Kizikans free shoes, it sounds a little something like this. Experience the magic of motion. Get a free pair of socks with your first order at kizik.com socks. What's up, fuckers? Uh, I think we are recording. I think we are recording. Recording. Hurry. Are we I think we are. I need to shut this one. It's fucking freezing in here. Um, Tuesday, April twenty fifth. Yes. Tuesday, April twenty fifth, twenty twenty three, at three twelve pm Eastern Time. Uh, solar rant. <laughs> Had an idea for one this morning. I uh, rescheduled with Clay. We had miscommunication. My fault. That's either going to be tomorrow or Sunday. Um, uh, So I'm going to do a solo rant for something I had an idea from this morning. Let me post the live chat. Um, Let me post right now. And then at 4 o'clock and 45 minutes from now, we are going to do the live stream live chat. What the fuck? Um, Let me post the live link to this right now. Um, and then after that, I got to meet with some people from Locals, and then we are going to do some more Ghost Recon Breakpoint, uh, is it Breakpoint? Yeah, Breakpoint, live streaming tonight. No, every time I type live now, it autocorrects to love now, which I guess isn't a bad fucking autocorrect, I mean, we should love each other now, but I mean, that's all well and good autocorrect but i also just need to post the link to my fucking show so as much as i'd love to live love as much as i'd love to fucking having a stroke as much as i'd love to love now i also just need you to just paste the link jesus um so as i am copying and pasting these links i'm so itchy today I'm like really itchy. I'm like itchy today. I was just itching during my entire meditation. It might have been all that heroin I just shot up. Um but I have uh, unsuccessfully I uh, I have uh, I've tried and unsuccessfully um I've unsuccessfully tried to get Tucker Carlson on this show to uh my great surprise and to all of your great surprises because this is the biggest um Media outlet. This podcast is the biggest media outlet in uh in the world. Um and you know, I think I am as equally surprised as the rest of you that he uh did not respond to my requests. And by that I mean I didn't even ask him because I have no contact with him. Again, I think we are all surprised. Um copying and pasting, copying and pasting, copying and fucking pasting. The live chat, or no, this is not the live chat. This is the the the, the fucking solo rant. Um, so I'm rereading uh Tim Tim Weiner Tim Wiener. Tim Weiner's. I always say Weiner because I want it to be taken more seriously because it's just if you just if you preface the sentence with Weiner, nothing else after it matters. Um, but Tim Weiner's book, CIA: A Legacy of Ashes is a book that I first read in summer 2008 like a normal kid. While most people are going to something that you call the prom. I was reading CIA Legacy of Ashes. That's a true story. I didn't go to prom. Um, But summer 2008, I had just been uh, arrested for uh, possession of alcohol with my friend Joe and my friend Pat. And my parents had decided not to execute me and instead just ground me. So I had really nothing to do. And so I read Tim Weiner's uh, A Legacy of Ashes. I'll be honest, I don't remember most of it because it was f- 14 years ago, right? 15 years ago. Um, so I'm I'm listening to it again on Audible, and man, it really is a great book. Um, But there's just one part in it, and a lot of it I've, you know, since, I guess, relearned in other books about the Cold War. Um... Things I was really like fucking fascinated by when I was 18 was the fact that we were like paying off governments in South America. I was like, that's so hardcore. And now you're like, yeah, what are you fucking new here? Yeah, it's the CIA. Are you fucking retarded? And, um, but, uh, it is a good, it is a good book. Um, um, but there's one thing in particular. And it's something I have, again, since learned about in other books. But it was uh, the CIA's involvement in Guatemala in the 1950s. Um, Eisenhower was really starting to feel out tertia optimo or optio, the third option, right? There's diplomacy, there's all lot war, then there's the hidden hand. We didn't do that, you know? What a coincidence. The thing I wanted to happen happened by a bunch of, you know, masked men without insignia. But, you know, whatever. It's the way the cookie crumbles... And um, Dulles Dulles and Co., Dulles, Bissell, Bedell Smith, they all lied to Eisenhower. Maybe not Bissell. I think Bissell was, like, his right-hand man. Um, They all lied to him, and they're like, yeah, we only lost one person, and Eisenhower was, like, amazing. And I've heard that before, about how they had lied to Eisenhower about our involvement. We had actually lost, like, thousands of people, gorillas and shit. But Eisenhower went Amazing. Because, you know, yeah. think about Eisenhower, right? Five-star general, supreme commander of the Allied forces, uh, oversaw the largest amphibious invasion in the history of man. President, two-term president, set up the czar system, really kind of fleshed out the continuity of government system, the bunkers. I think NORAD was constructed under him. You got to understand, like, where Eisenhower is coming from. I mean, just the helm of total war. And he's now looking at, instead of war, prevention of communism in Guatemala, and then even without, you know, an ounce of prevention's worth a pound of cure or whatever the fuck. And that was only done with the loss of one grill, which obviously was a lie. But I was thinking about that today. And this isn't what the podcast is about. But that was one thing I was thinking about. Because I've heard that thing so many times. That, like, exact quote. Amazing. How many men do you lose? One. Amazing. And now I'm like, I've heard it so many times. I'm like, yeah, of course they lied to the president. But now I'm, like, thinking about who Eisenhower was. And I'm like, I don't think he believed that. I think he said amazing because it was like a wink and a nod. Like, how many did you lose? They're like one. And he was like, good. They both know they're lying. Eisenhower knows they're lying. They know Eisenhower knows they know they're lying. And he knows that they know that they know that he knows that he's lying. Right? I was just thinking about that today. Like, that, I don't think you believe. Amazing. Yeah. Yeah, right? Yeah, that's that's some some somebody email somebody you know mails me a you know a five thousand dollar microphone. I go, how much did it cost? And they go, about two dollars. We both know that they stole it, and they liked the podcast, and they sent it to me. Legally, that didn't happen, but um, that camera angle is a little too. Shouldn't it be showing that top, that top neon strip. Hold on. Um, well, I was just thinking about that today. Like, I don't think Eisenhower fucking believe that for a second. There we go. Nope. Um, I was just thinking about that. I was like, "He didn't fucking believe that first split's amazing." Did the A bomb go off? Yeah. How many women and children were killed? Nobody. Amazing. Fuck out of here. Um, so yeah, I was just thinking about that. Um, oh, I got I got a text. Wyatt. Um, anyway, that's not the so again though. So we're going into like. Guatemala in the 1950s and what we were doing and it was kind of this half-hearted effort. we were kind of supporting the rebels and kind of not and kind of just like yeah we're like throwing a bomb down the longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards the longest field goal ever missed also 76 yards why bring this up because knowing your limits matters both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Sort of, and it's... Finally, they, like, someone at the the station chief messages Dulles directly or something. And it was like, hey, either we fucking put, like, half our dick in now and prevent communism from taking over Guatemala... Or in a year we're going to be sending in the like the marines, and I guess that kind of catalyzed the change. And then there was some guy it was, it was I don't know what his last name is like Parsons or Parkins or something, and he headed up. Uh, he was the largest donor and I think the founder of Democrats for Eisenhower. And this guy was loaded. I'd never heard of him before. Just uh, just fucking like one of the richest men in America. And apparently Eisenhower was like, we're not going to send any planes to Guatemala, but he called in this guy. And was like, can you do something about it? Like, I was like, yeah. And he went up and, like, this super rich guy just picked up, like, the ambassador to or from Guatemala and drove him to the Pentagon. And then he went in a room with, like, an Air Force general. And the rich guy handed a duffel bag of, like, 100000 in cash for, in 1950, whatever that is now, a couple million. Handed it to the guy. And then the guy hands it to the general. And then the general signs something. And three fighter jets are shipped to Guatemala that night. And it's like there is nothing there's nothing more romantic than nineteen fifties, sixties, seventies, and eighties CIA, the lengths they would go to crush communism. They, they're forever captured in my heart. But <clears throat> the point of this is so they're talking about is it Ardennes? Arbenz, is that who's in charge of Guatemala? And they're talking about how we, like, we're basically, we're going, we're, we're attacking Guatemala, right? It's the CIA, so it technically didn't happen. But we're attacking Guatemala. We're arming guerrillas. And there's another story in there, too, where, like, one of the CIA guys was just putting on, like, railroad cars, just bazookas and machine guns, quote, under his own initiative. <laughs> it's just, there's something hilarious about, like nineteen like, 1950s CIA under his own initiative because he didn't like the communists in south america so he just threw a bunch of bazookas on a railroad car and was like yeah you know i just figured i'd take this take care of this myself and like nothing ever happened to him again there's nothing nothing more romantic than the 19 find someone that looks at you the opposite way that the cia looked at 1950s communism um but so they're talking about this attack in guatemala And I have... The details are fuzzy. But it was... There was an actual attack going on. But then there's this whole... And this is kind of what I want to get into for this Solar Is There's this whole... Induced fog of war. Where... We had all these covert radio stations... That were broadcasting... Like highly detailed scripts. Like focus grouped... Scripts. About... A revolution occurring in whatever city it was, whatever this, like, the capital of Guatemala is. And like believably so. So no one knew what was actually happening. And the whole thing wasn't a farce. We were actually flying over. We were actually bombing like oil depots. We we sunk a, a, a British merchant ship which, again, it's just, it's, like, hilarious. I don't, it, it's hilarious to me. Like, yeah, fucking, like, yeah, they're our allies. Like, yeah, whatever, to sink it. Like, um, I think we attacked, like, a TV station, like, a highway overpass or something. And then they used, like, highly accurate recordings, like, like accurate to the Doppler effect of P, I guess, 51 Mustangs, which you got to remember, so this is, what, 1950s? This is five years after World War Two. We've moved on to jet fighters. All the Nazi scientists, the, Messer, the Messerschmitt the Messer Schmidt jet engines. But this is only five years removed from World War Two. So if if we're using a bunch of right, kind of giving weapons to these third world countries, or you know, contracting them out to the CIA to overthrow government, that still makes sense. You're using a P fifty one, right? That'd be like right now us sending a bunch of iPods to like, you know, Zaire. Like, yeah, that, that plays out. 2023, throwing some iPods from, like, 2008. That, that makes sense, right? But they were doing them in, like, in, like, carefully chosen loudspeakers throughout the city so that multiple people, thousands of people, would all have the same perceptions. And it was that night, so you couldn't see it, of fighter jets coming in, right? And then there were actual explosions going off from actual fighter jets, but not the fighter jets that they were broadcasting through the speakers. Again, the book is. Who the fuck is messaging me? Oh, Bank of America, it's probably an important mess. Who's messaging me about a quote low balance? Oh, Legacy of Ashes: The History of the CIA. Tim uh, Tim Weiner. Tim Weiner, um, fantastic book, and I think that narrator Stefan Rudnicki. I think that's who did Norman Olber's book Blitzed. Norman Oler. Let's see if I'm correct on that. Let's see who narrated it. Stefan Rudicki I knew it. Uh that was that was good. I got that right. Um but so they're doing this. And it's to simulate an air attack while there's an actual air attack going on. So I guess, you know, if you walked it out, you'd say it's to amplify the perception of an attack, right? And that's not necessarily new, right? In World War II, we had the inflatable tanks. I think that those were used, like, in and around Patton's attacks to throw them for a loop, if I'm correct. So, like, that's not new at all. I mean, psychological warfare is not new. But there's something that really just, I don't know why, I was i was in, this was like two, two and a half hours ago, I was in my room doing my morning routine of I open the blinds, open the curtains, make the bed. And it just kind of hit me that that was that well-coordinated in 1950s Guatemala under a denied operation by the CIA. It didn't happen in the United States. And it wasn't even like an overt military action where, you're not questioning all of the, you know, radars and antenna. It's like, yeah, it's a military operation. It's a denied operation. So you're already, you know, one and a half hands tied behind your back. In 1950s Guatemala. And that wasn't even like our primary enemy. That was just like another backwater place where we were just doing an operation. Which just got me thinking about Jet GPT. right and this is this is uh, again I know I fucking should have I know I should have this shit I know I should be less of a boomer (sighs) and I should have these I should be like screen sharing but I'm not because I'm a boomer so I'm just gonna I'm just gonna screenshot them from my chat with my friend. Okay, so. It gets me thinking about this, right? So that's, this is a, what kind of car is that? I don't know what that is. That's 1964, right? Pretty, pretty nifty, pretty nifty vehicle, right? Kind of whole... You know, nuclear family, two and a half kids, buying that thing. It's a pretty sexy thing. Again, if you're if you're watching, just look at the screen. All right. Now, if you saw that today, it would be laughable. Actually, it wouldn't be laughable. It's it's we've it's it goes. It's actually so old that it's actually gone past the bell curve of laughable. To now, it's like dope. If you own that, it's like a dope old car, right? But I mean, you get in a fender bender that's gonna kill you. The glasses and safety glass. The steering columns made out of like. Fucking tungsten is going to go through your head, right? Shards of metal are going to fly off and go through other cars. And then, in that same year, the government used that plane, right? Come on, come on. Come on, the SR-71, like, just fucking focus, the camera. It's so frustrating, why... Maybe I shouldn't be a boomer. There you, there you go. There you go. Look at the camera. All right. So the senior and everyone knows about the S 71 Blackbird. I'm not going to go through the whole jerk off. It's made out of titanium, and it flew at 85,000 feet at Mach 3.3. 3, all right? And then the A12, its predecessor, flew at 90,000 feet at Mach 3.35. Okay. So, I mean, just really... And don't just take that as a meme, like, oh, yeah, that's the commercial car, and then that's what the government... I mean, really just sit with that for a second. I mean, really sit with that, right? It's like when you hear someone say, you know, oh, the government's spending a trillion dollars, and you go, geez, that's so much money. And then somebody goes, no, that's actually a $1,000 billion. And you feel like you're taking a second and going, no, you're right, that is a $1,000 But I'm asking you to, like, go one step further. No, I mean, truly imagine that. A thousand billion dollars. Really walk that out in your mind. Right? I think the Burj Khalifa, the tallest building in the world, 2,828 feet, cost five billion. And it might not even be that. Really walk that out. So, I mean, really just sit with that for a second. That car, driving around, fucking happy days, eating milkshakes. Watching black people get shot with fire hoses. That. And then a plane going Mach 3.3 at 85,000 feet. I mean, really feel that. A space plane. 85,000 feet. Think of when you're on a plane and you're taking off and you're like oh we're getting higher up oh we're getting higher up and you know the cars go from like they look like your, you know, they look like your thumbnail the first they look like a mini car and then they go down like your thumbnail and then they start to turn to dots and then you can't even see the highway and then you just start seeing like the patches of countryside where you see like the farms or you know a bunch of different like shapes and shit and then you go above the clouds and it just kind of turns into this shapeless void. And that's when you know you're really high up there, right? Your ears, they're no longer popping. Half the people are asleep. You know, you just wake, you know, you go to the bathroom, you eat your peanuts or whatever. That's like 30,000 feet. You're three times as high as that, roughly, 85,000. And the fastest, like, transcontinental flights go, like, Mach 0.9. That's like a 747 at max altitude where the air's thin. So you're going over three times as fast at roughly three times the height. The same time, a wealthy middle class family is whipping around in that fucking death machine. You know, watching Mickey Mantle and the New York Yankees. And that was occurring in the same physical world at the same time. Like an old cathode ray TV tube, tube TV, CRT TV, cathode, cathode ray tube. Watching a black and white address of Eisenhower. Well, technically 1964 would be, would be what, Johnson. One of those like lead lined refrigerators like Indiana Jones with like chrome tips on it. And then an alien space plane. that 59 years ago was traveling three times as fast and almost three times as high as a commercial flight today. Like, really sit with that. And that the point of this episode isn't to flesh out Planes and and aerospace technology, we've done that a million times on here. We'll do it a million more. Fuck off. But it's to show the discrepancy between what is available to us and what is available to the military, intelligence, surveillance, national security apparatus elite. So what's the po- what's the purpose of that? I'm not I'm not tying in. It's a coincidence that it really is just a coincidence that I'm talking about Guatemala and planes and the SR seventy one. That's not the point I'm trying to make. Is aerospace technology? That's not the I get it. Alien zero gravity zero point energy. Got it. That's not the point I'm making. The point I'm making is this: is if there is such a discrepancy between classified government technology and what is available to you and me. And then if there's the ability to augment the perception of an invasion or any military operation in 1950s Guatemala, and you're not not even doing it openly, you're doing it under the hidden hand of the CIA, and that's not even the primary target, that's not even getting the good funding, that's not the Soviet Union, it's a backwater nation in 1950 under a plausibly denied operation. And they're able to strategically use use loudspeakers with Doppler effect P-51 recordings and explosions and fake news broadcasts on like ham radios about, you know, traveling bands of guerrillas and militants to augment the perception of an invasion in a backwater country that isn't even our primary concern and we're doing it and pretending we're not doing it. So the ability to do that kind of PSYOP in 1950s Guatemala, and then if in 1964 the discrepancy—that perfect example of—and tech. And again, it doesn't actually have anything to do with the SR-71. Don't, 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 don't get that confused with the fact that I'm bringing up P-51 Mustangs. Just the discrepancy in technology, and we—I'm sure we could find a 1950s example of cars and the U-2 spy plane or whatever. I mean, in 1950s, there's actually a shortage of bug spray one summer because the main chemical in it was used in the fuel for the U two spy plane. But no one ever fucking knew it. They just figured there's a shortage of bug spray for whatever reason. The commies. Okay. So if that type of psychological augmentation can occur in the fucking acid bubble blah, blah blah Guatemala, seventy three fucking years ago. And then think of that discrepancy in military technology. Now fast forward to today, Tuesday, April 25th, 2023 at 3.37 p.m. Eastern time. Chat GBT, which is... I've fucked around with it. Actually, I haven't fucked around with it. I just lied to your face. I haven't. But I have had friends that have told me about it. I could simply go do it. I don't care, though. I have video games to play. But I have seen shit from it where you can instantaneously say... Write a poem about my mom and my dad. Just say what they are. One was a nurse, one was in sales, where they met, New Hampshire, and um, where they live now, right? And then you can even choose what type of poem you want, Shakespeare, Cat in the Hat, whatever. Like, I did this, like, a month ago with a friend. And it just, not even, like, we'll get it to you in a week. I use Vance AI, V-A-N-C-E-A-I, to... uh. AI upscale the thumbnails I make for this podcast because a lot of thumbnails I grab are like low resolution. A lot of pictures I grab of the guests are low resolution. So I upscale them so they're nice and glossy and look good on the desktop. Even that takes like six to 10 seconds. This is instant. And it's commercially available. Vance AI is a subscription. ChatGPT, to my knowledge, is not. If this is what is available for free, for knuckle-dragging, mouth-breathing peasants like you and I to fucking play around on, write a song about tits in the form of Van Halen, you know? If you can do that instantaneously about anything, that is the car. That is the happy day's car. That is Fonzie with a leather jacket throwing a football at a nerd, driving around in that car, deflowering some woman. And there's a space plane flying around. ChatGPT is the car. What the fuck is the space plane? And I don't mean in terms of like the X 37B or the Tic Tac or Area 51 or the gimbal or, or whatever, none of that shit. What is the extrapolated AI? What is 63 years ahead of us? I mean, like, really, really sit with that. Don't just say it and, like, I wonder what the government has now. Like, that's, that's so fleeting. No, I mean, really, pretend like you just ripped a bong. You know how you look more deeply into things when you're high? Really, really just try to feel it in your bones. Like, what is, what do they have? What would it possibly be? How advanced is it? And if they're able to pull off that war amplification psyop delusion in 1950s Guatemala, what could they possibly be using now? I mean, we know about deep fakes, so that can't even be the thing. Now, now we're getting awfully close to you know the towers. The towers were hit by holograms. That's not where I'm trying to go with this. I'm open to it. It sounds fun. That's not where I'm going. And I'm also not going with the whole the war in Ukraine. Not only is it's not corrupt, it's not even happening. Ukraine doesn't exist. That's not where I'm going. And I realize we're walking awfully close to that line. I just mean, like, do we even know what we're seeing anymore? Are we through the looking glass? Are we in post post truth reality? Are we through hyper normalization? It's not coming. Are we in it? Are we in the thick of it? what is what is the classified chat gpt 60 years ahead what is that i mean what what do you even know is real like what is really going on there, I mean, there could be entire gaslighting campaigns going on that would would stretch your mind out. And it might not... It could be the Guatemala 1950s. It's not even the primary front of the Cold War. It's a fucking backwater. You throw it to some newbie CIA agent and go fucking prove yourself. Like, do we have any concept of what is even really going on Right? We think we have ideas. You know, how much U.S. involvement is really going on in Ukraine? Are there special forces there? Are Russia and China pairing together? Is China going to move on to Taiwan? That's like surface level. And then it's like, was COVID lab leaked? Was it? Well, yeah, it was. But I mean, was it China or was it us trying to frame China? But I mean, like deeper than that. Like, something's going on right now that's going to be declassified in 2087 that would rock our minds then if you had access to a I mean we talk about bringing back the Concorde for for air flight air flight as opposed to water flight air travel If you and it's not even that the SR seventy one was super far ahead of its time, but it's like an old piece of shit now. The SR seventy one is still the sexiest thing the sexiest plane created. So by this logic, and it could still outrace any commercially available, even privately available. I know that there's some company that's making uh supersonic private private planes. I think it's called Boom. Um I think the company is called Boom. You just messaged me. There's no video on the live stream? Oh, you gotta be kidding me, man. You've absolutely gotta be kidding me. Oh my god, there's no video? Oh, fuck. Why isn't there a video? Well, I just found out. Well, appreciate appreciate the text, dude. Appreciate the text from whatever. I just found out there's no video. Fuck me. Fucking fuck me. Whatever. Um, supersonic private jet. Uh, it's called. It's from a company. Was I think it's called Boom. So basically, there's no the boom supersonic passenger planes. Okay. Yeah, it is called Boom. The company's called Boom. Um, Even that is supersonic. So it's not even that the SR-71 was like cool for its day, but it's an antique now. It still outperforms anything today. So by that logic there should be a chat GPT-esque AI in use now that not only will it become declassified one day and we'll say, holy shit, that was light years ahead of anything else in 2023. By that logic, so 1964 to today is what, 59 years? So what's 59 years from now? So I did the math wrong earlier. Wouldn't it be 2087? It would be 20... That was 64. I added 64 to 2023. That's 2087. So 59 years from now would be, well, 60 years would be 2083. So 2082. By this logic, in 2082, there should be some unhinged, deranged Irish guy yelling at a camera talking about chat GPX or whatever the fuck that was used by DARPA or some agency we don't even know exists. I mean, the NRO and the NSA were both classified agents. The agencies themselves didn't exist. Not just their operations, but the agencies themselves didn't exist. By that logic, in 2082, there should be a podcast or whatever the fuck the equivalent is, if we haven't just gone to a black hole of, of AI and pleasure stimulation. They should be talking about ChatGPX, and saying not only was it stronger than anything that they had, that uh, that the public had, it's stronger than anything that the public has now in 2082. And I've got, you know, whatever, nanobots going through my cerebrum, removing plaque and, you know, removing disinformation thoughts or whatever the fuck. I mean, it really does start to give credence to the idea. It's not just a stoner thought to say... How advanced is the elite of the world, the 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 black ops, unacknowledged special access program shit? Be it software, be it hardware, be it aerospace engineering, be it fucking simulations and VR and AI and space travel, whatever you want to call it, resource extraction, energy production, medicinal, you know, hyper biogerontology, longevity, whatever you want, whatever you want, the crispest genetically modified apples. I don't fucking know. It really starts to give a little weight to that idea. That, I mean, there are almost godlike, or there is an almost godlike inner core. I know I quote him all the time, Tim Dillon, because he's hilarious, but he's also a very bright guy. And he and Ray comp another comedian who sounds like, his voice sounds like gravy. He has the only, he's the only fat person in the world that whose voice sounds fat, but they're talking about how in 2008, when the bailout TARP was being passed and how originally it was a trillion dollars and they backed down, they're like, yo, we only got to do a, we, we can only do 700 billion. And they were talking about how this changes the scope of government forever. Government involvement in, in the private industry. Which is all a bunch of nice ways to say we're just paying off the Wall Street fucks who run the show. The whole thing's rotten. Just spoiler alert. But that was $700 billion, and there was a massive debate, and we still bring it up. 15 years later, the bailouts... think about the what was it the rumsfeld 2.3 trillion before the day before 911 that whole meme but i if i and i want to be sure about this too is i think a ton of money went missing during the iraq war money missing iraq war yeah not even the 2.3 trillion uh G watt trillions missing. I really just misspelled trillions. Yeah, so the Pentagon, the the Pentagon spent fourteen trillion dollars on the on the global war on terror, but only six point four trillion was on the war in the Middle East. i mean 7.6 trillion dollars forget the whole fucking 2.1 before the the day before 911 7.6 trillion it's almost exactly what let's, let's say it's 7.7 7. it's 11 times the bailout and at least the bailout though controversial was still public was still disclosed was talked about And there are, like, receipts, right? And I think a lot of it was actually repaid back. So, I mean, I guess, you know, give credit where credit's due. Eleven times that. Just went missing. And let's say that that statistic's not accurate. Okay, that's fine. What if it's just the 2.1 or 2.3 that Rumsfeld talk about? Let's see, Pentagon, trillions missing. Let's just do that. Maybe Maybe I'm blowing it up for my own my own hysterical podcast purposes. So 2.3 went missing yeah, on September 10th, 2001, which is, again, it's it is, it's not not funny. It's, it's horrible. <laughs> yeah. Okay, no, so this is correct. By 2015, the amount reportedly missing by the office of the Inspector General had increased to 6.5. So I said 7.7, 6.5. And, oh, <laughs> and that was just for the Army using public data from federal databases mark skidmore professor of economics at michigan state university found that 21 trillion in unsupported adjustments have been reported by the defense and housing and urban development departments between 1998 and 2015 that's about $65,000 for every american i mean i mean does it not and and i don't mean to sound like i have the delusion of thinking i'm going to change anything I, i'm i'm aware i'm not i've I've chosen my hill to die on. I'm going to make as much money as I can through this podcast and try to open, like, a psychiatric wing in a hospital to offer fucking mental health care to, you know, underprivileged people. And then I'm going to die, and no one's going to remember me, and that's fine, and maybe that will prevent, like, one suicide in the world. And I'll fucking, you know, offset the, whatever, the karma of all the bad shit I've done. I've chosen my hill to die on. I'm okay with it. I don't have the delusion of we're gonna take it back and we're gonna figure out where it went no we're not no we're not Kennedy got his head domed that was the last Irish guy to speak out all right i'm 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 Irish and I'm not as good looking as Kennedy and I'll never get I'll never get a jackie but hey, I, I i have a, I have, a, I have a, at least as much intellect to know to shut the fuck up or a total lack of balls and spine that could also be it maybe Kennedy was just more hardcore than me. What a fucking egotistical thing to say. Maybe Kennedy was better than me. Jesus, dude. I didn't have a long look in the mirror. Maybe I need some shrooms out in the woods soon. But back to Tim Dillon and Ray Komp. So on one hand, I thought it was 7.7. On one hand, they're saying it's 6. Rumsfeld said it's 2. This guy, Mark Skidmore, saying it's 21. Whatever. So let's just call it seven, right? I feel like that's a good compromise. And if not, whatever, fuck off. This this isn't a democracy podcast. This is a dictatorship. Ten times went missing. And it's just brought up in like a Reddit comment here. It's brought up on a podcast there. And people go, yeah, well, t- fucking conspiracy theorist. And it just, we just don't talk about it. 2008 was the 800-pound elephant or the 700-billion-pound elephant that we'd still talk about. It was an 800-pound elephant, but no one's talking about the 8,000-pound dragon behind the elephant. We all just go, ah, eh, it's whatever. Its eyes are red. There's flames just kind of, like, slowly wisping out of its mouth. Its horns are fucking coated in tungsten. And you're going... Let's talk about the elephant, not that actual hell spawn behind it. It just exhales thermite like. So to quote Tim Dillon and Ray come, they go, that's the closest thing you're going to get to the nucleus of it. Quote unquote, it being the Illuminati, the New World Order, the deep state, the fucking Rothschilds, if the people that comment on my videos, the Jews fucking retards. That's whatever it is. That's the nucleus, and it's much like a black hole. There's an event horizon, a a point which past no light escapes. We don't know what's going on in there. We get glimpses. The SR-71 Blackbird looking at it 60 years later and going, what the fuck is that? Like, what in the actual fuck is that? I mean, the X-15 flew at 315,000 feet in Mach 7, like, 10 years before. You're like, what the fuck? How the fuck is... And you start to... You move from conspiracy. And then you go through the phase, like I went, where you start... You stop making fun of conspiracy theorists, and you become one of them. And then there's another phase where you start to try to explain it to non-conspiratorial people... And then you just go off the edge of the dock into the deep end and you go, I'm not even trying to explain it to anyone. I'm just finding out for my own interest now. I know I'm not fixing it. I'm going to try to do some change in mental health care and, you know, fucking hopefully you'd fall in love one day, get a puppy and die, whatever. But you you start to put the pieces together. And everyone's talking about the 800-pound gorilla elephant, whatever the fuck the saying is. And you're like, yeah, dude, whatever. There's a kaiju-sized monster behind it. And you know you're not going to beat it. You're just kind of, if anything, you're just kind of, you're just kind of curious about the size of it. <laughs> That's what she said. But you're just kind of, you go, look at that thing. You know you're not gonna beat it, but you're like, what is that, a ten thousand ton monster? That thing could just throw an oil tanker like a fucking boomerang. And you just get these little you just get these little pieces of it. You know, it's it's I always use this analogy. It's it's using a brush and you come across a bone. You go, Oh, here's some fossil and then and then you find it's you know it's you don't you're not quite sure what it is it's a vertebra and you're like that's way too big to be a vertebra <sighs> and then like 30 feet away your other buddy is brushing something and he's like yeah i found another vertebra it's kind of smaller and you're like there's no there's no there's no way and then like another friend finds something 50 feet to your left and it's a tooth and the tooth is you know it's like bigger than your fist and you're like that this isn't And then you start piecing together the fossil, and most people are like, lions are cool, it's scary, and you're like, dude, we just found something, we're calling it the T-Rex, and we can't find a living one, we only have this fossil, which is kind of a a metaphor for uh, something declassified, it no longer is, but it once was. And you're like, dude. We think this thing was like a hundred feet tall and weighed a hundred tons and was covered in scales. And they're like, oh, shut up. The lion's the king of the jungle. And you're like, dude. Fuck that thing. There was a lizard monster that just ran through forest and cracked redwoods like you would a, like a you would a twig. And you don't have any delusions about fighting the monster. You're not on board with the monster. You're like, it's bad. If I could, I would fight it. And you stop trying to explain to other people that there were once monsters on the earth and you just go, whatever, whatever. I'm just going to study this shit because it's just fascinating. But the difference is that the monsters went away. Imagine if dinosaurs were just invisible now and you're like, I don't even know where they are. But I know this is the size of them. Now they're invisible and have lasers. Fuck. And that's kind of like what it is when you start piecing together the military-industrial complex, the intelligence apparatus, the biopharmaceutical media industrial conglomerate, the prison, and all these things just sort of linked together by these weird government oversight programs and DARPA and DITRA and the DOD and the NRO and Space Force and these weird anagrams and fucking things you've never heard before and all these three-letter agencies and these programs and these different levels of classification and classified levels of classification. And then the amount of money behind it. Oh, and then you just, you go, oh, if they are fine the SR seventy one in nineteen sixty four when the Beatles were at Shea Stadium. And then if we have Chat GPT for now. And it starts to. It starts to get into your bones where you go, oh, oh there is a. There is a, there is. A, a deep state Illuminati breakaway civilization. I don't care if anyone believes me. It has no effect. But holy fuck. There's nothing really to do but I guess just I don't know you're just kind of in awe at it. Again, you like, it's bad, it's evil, you wish they weren't bombing brown kids. But there's also a very pragmatic part where you're like, you're not being a, do- being a doomer is going, it's all fucked, I'm just going to lay in bed and drink. No, you can still do good, you can still go, you still go to the gym, you can still be a good, a good brother, a good son, a good friend, you can still fucking, you know, bring some food to the homeless shelter, you can still help out a friend that's down, Like you can still do good. And if anything, I would even argue that seeing that overarching monster actually makes you do more good because you don't get caught up in these delusions of grandeur pursuits of I'm going to create world peace. You see it for the fool's errand that it is. And instead you go, let's, as Dale always says, 10 meter targets. When you're in some country, you're not supposed to be doing something for the CIA, except you're not, but you are, but you're not. And you're out of fucking food. You're low on water and you're low on ammo. He goes, you don't think about, well, this was Ted Eye that said, sorry. You don't think about how am I getting home? You go 10 meter targets. We're running to that rock. All right. Then we're going to scan the horizon. Okay, now we're running to the next rock. All right, now we're going to reload. Now we're going to, it kind of brings you back down to earth and you go 10 meter targets. How am I going to just make my my life better? You start getting good sleep, start start reading, you know, start cutting ca- calories out, take a multivitamin, you should take some fish oil, meditation's very good, you know, maybe you don't believe in God, that's your own free will, you can still find some inner peace. And then, and that might take a couple of years to do all that, and then once you get there, then you can go, well, and then how can I help those around me? You know, you don't want to do it, you know, help, you got to help yourself before you help others, the whole oxygen mask in the plane thing. But you go, okay, and then you can, you know, you start doing little things around you to to, to make, you know, the community you're in better for a moment. But you can't unsee it. There's no point in trying to explain it to people. And you also don't want to be that guy that's like the gatekeeper, like, pfft, you fucking sheeple if you only knew shut the fuck up but it's just fascinating you read read enough books and you can start to see the outline of the T-Rex and you go oh oh okay yeah the lion is the king you're like no it's not no it's not It is not Absolutely not There is a fucking T-Rex That's a conspiracy Whatever you want to say man Whatever you want Alright whatever I'm gonna to go to the gym Like I don't Anyway I kind of just wanted to like Flesh that thought out I guess there is kind of a, a beautiful tint on it It is so insurmountable And so unbeatable that it forces you to just focus on your immediate life and go, how can I be a better person to those around me? Hold the door. Smile at somebody. You know, tip your tip your fucking DoorDash driver. And in that sense, maybe the military industrial complex is good. It forces you to be a better person. And that is my pitch to Raytheon to please support this podcast. Just throw me a couple bucks. Give me a hat. All right, y'all. I'm going to start a uh, live stream, a live chat uh, in five minutes. So I'm going to stop streaming this, go to the bathroom real quick, come back in here, and then we'll do the live stream live chat. We can do that for about an hour and a half. So if you guys are watching right now, please just stay right here. You can go to the bathroom too. I give you permission. You can go to the bathroom too. Get yourself some water, and let's do the live stream live chat. Because my brain's now fried, so I need to like, answer questions. I, I the creative, independent thought part of my brain is now exhausted. Uh, it is tired. It is a the workout's done. It now needs a protein shake. I need y'all to come in here now and and, and help me. All right, y'all. Much love. Thank you for watching.